0: The larger insurance companies of the world don't know how to service you like this because they're cookie-cutter nonsense for your personal stuff. They think a $300,000 policy for somebody with a $5 million business is good enough, and that's wrong. And when you have somebody like Frank and Phyllis with select insurance that will tell you this is what you should have, They don't, and they there's no hard sells with them. They tell you you're at this level now, this is what you should have. You're at this level now, this is what you should have. And if any of you remember... Frank's podcast with us last year. He spoke about cybersecurity. At that time, I did not have cybersecurity. And prior to his call, he said, this is something you should think about because you're in that realm now. And then that's why we brought it up during the podcast, and I, we, we signed up for cybersecurity the next day. But this is what you need. You need these type of people. They're licensed pest management professionals in various states, and then they just know, they know what we're talking about. There's a relationship and a trust and a level of service that is bar none. Select Insurance is just the company that you want to be with. You know, like... You can sleep better at night. You Let's can, leave it at that. You're right.
1: Enough said. Well said. What's up, Banky? I'm good. I'm getting to my comfortable couch. Hold on. I'll be right there. I'm right here. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, yay. Hey. What's up, Captain? Nothing. We got an
0: hour because I got to go. I'm creating my own stimulus playing poker.
1: Pressure. Okay. okay, I'm here. You know, the way you got your camera set up on Zoom, I can't see you on, I'm uh, missing your face on. The, uh, that's why I was my shorts? No. I saw them when you got circumcised. I don't need that. To... That was a
0: long time ago. Things change. Thank God.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Speaking of circumcisions, right? Of course. Do you remember yeah. EJ's? So, Didn't they do that I mean, in a restaurant or some shit? We did in A apartment. Oh, then he's a my brother. nephew, is uh, his mother is Jewish, so we did a bris. For those of you that don't know, a bris is a circumcision performed by a rabbi or a moyo. What moyo means is, uh, what I know moil to mean is the guy that snips the prick, but I don't know what it really stands for in the Jewish community. But he's a hatchet man. He's a hatchet man. We all sat in my brother's kitchen and watched this guy murdering my nephew. It was, like, looking back it was hilarious, but in the moment we were, me and my brother's boys were in my brother's ears, like, yo, you wanna take this guy outside
1: and dice him up a little bit? But, Let's uh, put it this way, while it was going on, everybody's face was a little, like. Yeah. Needless to
0: say, there was plenty of uh, libations.
1: Yeah, anyway. That was
0: 21 years ago. It scares me that I'm an
1: adult that long. But anyway. Okay. So, Joe, let's move on. Now that I have you stimulated.
0: So, everybody, Joey Buns, welcome back to another episode of Colony Confidential. I have the pleasure of having our business coach, Char Newell, from Your Health Reality, and the displeasure of my father.
1: (laughs) Ed? Yeah? What do you want me to say? I know, fool. Hey. I found out today that I'm a maverick. Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Ed's in for Colony Confidential. So
0: Ed's a maverick. I'm a captain. We're talking about the Predictive Index. Behavioral assessment. We just signed up for it. And Char's been um, implementing it for the management team. And just once again, it tells you about potential hires as well as your current employees. And then you could do relationship I would call it relationship management or a relationship yeah. what it
2: guide. It's a relationship guide.
0: Yeah. Between your different managers, you could do your entire team. But so let's talk about that real quick. I'm a captain. Ed's a maverick.
2: By the way, Ed, a maverick is a combination of captain and innovator. So we are a mixture of folks. So they had to create a special category for people like you and me, you know, yeah. because we, we're just so robust.
0: Can you please? It's so can you special. Please, not
1: build him up like that, please.
2: It's my it's time tonight. as well. This is
1: Joey. This is science. Oh yes. Wow. This yes. Is great. Anything, anytime you say anything up, science says
2: Science. science says says. That, so that I'm a maverick.
0: You know more about predictive index than us, so just briefly explain it again.
2: Okay, so predictive index is a behavioral assessment tool that we use typically in organizations to help determine four things, job fit, manager fit, culture, culture fit, and team dynamics. So the purpose, what it actually does is help your team to either communicate more effectively. It fosters, you know, collaboration. It, it tells you what drives the employees. What is it that motivates them and what behaviors are they going to exhibit in order for you to get things done? So in, in a nutshell, that That's what it does.
0: Right. And for us, what um, after Shaw gave it to us and showed us about it, for me, I just think if you have truly top people, you may, who knows, maybe you hit a certain stage in the relationship. Um, this helps you figure out how to relate better to one another. It, it tells you, I mean, like, if you look at, you have it pulled up, Shaw? Yep. Mm-hmm. So just mention one of the funnier things about how my father and I communicate.
2: Okay. Well, let me just break down who who Ed is first, it, not to take up too much time, but people need to know. As a maverick, it's saying that you are extremely, your A drive, which is your dominance drive, you are extremely independent, assertive, and self-confident, which means you want to control your own activities. You definitely need to be challenged because that's who I am. And you're highly independent. So we come up with our vision. We're like, here you go, execute, get it done. I'm moving on because I'm on to the next vision. And then your D drive, which is your flexible drive, is... Is saying that you are very informal, you are tolerant of uncertainty and you are flexible, but you want freedom from rigid structure, you want freedom of expression, and you need opportunities to uh, you need opportunities to delegate. And your C drive, which is your patience drive, this is where you are actually better than your son in this area. Wow. His C drive fell Wait, off the both. page which means he has no patience, but you, you, have, you don't have any patience either, but you, are, you, you definitely you can be patient. You have more patience than he does, but you are also very intense and driving when it comes to things like that. And you're social. You're social, you're outgoing, and persuasive. As a captain, your dominance drive is very much the same. Um, your father is a little bit further um, off the page than you are. But you're extremely independent, assertive, self-confident. You have the same trait when it comes to the dominance. Your C drive, which is your patience drive, you are extremely intense, restless, and driving. You have no patience whatsoever. And I experience this on a daily basis. You would send me an email and expect an answer in two minutes of sending the email.
0: No, 30.
2: (laughs) No patience. and you definitely like opportunities to work at a faster than average pace. So your flexibility, you're not so bad with the flexibility. You're very informal. You're flexible. You definitely need freedom from, from rigid structure. And you need freedom of expression. So you, have, you know what? It, it's very similar. You guys are really close. And social, of course, you're outgoing, people-oriented, persuasive. And you need opportunities to interact. And you need opportunities to influence.
0: How many different types are there?
2: We have 17 different types. The titles for my adventurer, which is a self-starter, self-motivator. We have Strategist, analyzer, controller, which is Chris, specialists. Specialists need strong structure. They need rules and guidelines. Maverick, which I told you, captain, which is you, persuader, the altruist, um, collaborator, which is a team player, someone who's patient, a promoter guardian operator craftsman adapter scholar and individualist now together relationship now this is funny the relationship strengths are so it breaks it down in your relationship guide it gives you relationship strengths relationship cautions and then tips like how to deal with each other so your strengths are you are efficient purposeful Somewhat assertive when communicating with each other. You're friendly, expressive, engaging in your communication, um, which, of course, we see it all the time on the podcast, right? Now, your caution areas. You may work very hard to persuade each other and may not listen closely to what each other is saying. Is that true? Does this happen?
1: Yes. I think so. You know, (laughs) I think it does. I listen uh-huh. to the stuff. I don't have the I listen to it and sometimes I it hits me, but it's it's not like when I was running the business, you know what I mean? I'll listen to the ideas, I say what I think about them. I always figured when I was running it was like life or death. You know, like I gotta make this money, I wanna money. do this. Money. So now that Joey's doing such a good job I'm browning him up, and uh 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 <laughs> I just I, you know all this new stuff. It's it's daunting, and and as I look back, when I was where Joey is now, I remember guys in the pest control industry me I was crazy. We never did that. I don't understand why you got to do. Uh, you know it's right. it's it's just you know you want to pro- you want to progress generational thing. New guys gonna come up with new stuff, and that's good. Some of it I get.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean I understand it all, but some of it I can. I could work with, but this making like a, just one example. You go out to a customer. I used to type into this Palm Pilot, and then they type it up in the office, and we fax it to them. This new stuff where you gotta, there's all kinds of numbers and stuff to put it into these phones and send it in a uh, a lot of yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is is too structured. You can keep tabs on me. I can't deal with you keeping tabs on me.
2: That sounds I like acquired. a
1: maverick.
0: I don't have GPS in my car, boss. I don't have GPS in my phone, boss.
1: Those things are for yeah,
0: the yeah, company, but, Joey, the
1: owner. I'm now just, I'm just a retired exterminator living on a modest living now. But I had to, I had to like think about what I, what, I, what I did, what I could be doing. And I still don't like to be told what to do. Tell me what you want done and I'll figure it out how to do it. He's just, but, man, uh,
0: he borrowed a company, Carshaw. I texted him a picture of him speeding. I was like, slow down, <laughs> killer.
2: Oh, the tracker, the tracker.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? The thing was, when, when I got into pest control, you went out, you did your work, and you brought it in. No problem. If you got done early, you went home. If you wanted to do some side work, you did the side work. Now, if you got a tracker, what's this guy doing in front of this house for half an hour? It's not one of our stops. What is he doing? So that would that would have negated me starting my own business. Would have made it much harder.
2: Okay, I see. The times have changed, and you know these people. The, that's in today's time; they need to be tracked. It's
1: listen. Now that I'm in management, it's great, but when I'm a worker. Eh.
0: <laughs>
2: not so great.
0: But it's the every, other thing, every industry is like that, though. So it's not just pest control. The, Shaw, right? Everywhere. Yeah. In, yeah. It's,
2: it's, you, you, and, and this is why this is so important. You need to know who's working for you because naturally there's certain behavioral types that can, that don't need to be trapped because you just need to tell them what to do and they're going to focus and get it done. Like right. Erica, Joe, you know, Erica in your office, her as an altruist, that's who she is give me the assignment and let me go off and do the assignment and she's going to do the assignment to the best of her ability and she's probably going to go 10 times above and then bring you back the final results so it, it's it's important to understand who's in the seat the other thing that you two do to each other is interrupt each other's conversation so how is that
1: going <laughs> witnessed i think joey's working on that i'm still trying to get into it but i see joey like yells at me sometimes because I interrupt
2: And you know what? This is so funny. You just said what you said because it says you may avoid formal communication modes. Not very good at, you know, taking notes or anything. You're just going to have a conversation and walk off and no one really pays attention to what was said. Or Mm -hmm. even to, you know, write down what was said or what information I just received so I could go off and get it done. So between the two of you, no one's kind of doing that.
0: Because, Shaw, as you witnessed, it's all right here. It's in the head.
2: Right, okay. And the tips for your relationship is to acknowledge that each person has a perspective and have information that could be beneficial to each other. That's tip number one. You should practice active listening. So try to wait for the pause before you enter the, the conversation or before you try to speak over the other person. So that's practice active listening and be sure to not talk past each other. And one thing it also says is keep track of your discussions, whether it's electronic, after you finish a conversation, you might want to follow up with an email to just say per our, you know, last discussions, this is what we agreed upon. And this is how we're going to tackle this problem. Here's a solution that we, we both think is going to be the best solution. So that's the relationship tips for.
1: Okay. That's sort of, I used to do that when after, After you get into a conversation, like a company meeting or something, I used to write up what I got out of it and tell somebody, what did you get out of it? And um, that that the best thing I did was when we played golf on Sundays, get them out and play them golf at Reese Park and ask them questions. And it's more relaxed feeling because now you're one of them on the same level playing golf. So I gotta, well, they came out with a lot of stuff that way. But I see what you're saying. After the meeting or during the meeting, we should take notes and stuff like that. Keywords, Mm -hmm. write down keywords and expand on them later. That's
0: specifically for you and me. And the thing about the predictive index, um, how is it useful for hiring? And then how is it useful for team building? Because it's two different things. So as soon as we implement this at Colony, Every hire before they are interviewed is going to get this email. They're going to be told that they need to do it the day before they show up. And then we're going to take that. And then we're going to use it with the job that we're trying to hire them for. Cause you can match it with the job description to see if they fit. And if we're hiring for multiple jobs, we may take that person. Maybe we're thinking about hiring them for a technician, but they feel better in an office position or a sales it's position. This is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. In the interview, know- we'll say that to them. Right? So that's, so right now the team building piece is for the existing employees, right? Because now we're gonna, yes. we want to learn about them to build on them. But once yep. we implement this company-wide, we'll know about everybody before they're hired, where they should fit best, how I have to talk to them. Because we're going to take what we just did for me and you, we're going to take it and do it for the new hire with me, maybe not me as we go on, depending on where they're going to go, we'll talk about that more. But yeah. certainly with their direct manager, their you know service manager, customer service manager, maybe even with our quality control specialist as well as director of operations. So every every manager knows what what their positive communication is, what the negative stuff is, and how to build on it
2: yeah you know what else it also does that you're gonna love i don't i'm not sure if i told you this is you could let's say you have whoever's your best technician we could take your best technician results and now gear all the hires that you're hiring for service tech to say we need them to fall within this guideline because we know this person is naturally wired to do this job they've been doing a great job so let's say it comes back that this person is a um a collaborator You want to get more collaborators in the seat to do that particular job because your current collaborators have all been successful. So you're going to be able to identify who is really, truly naturally wired to do a job of a service technician, which is great.
0: Every business needs managers, but people just need workers too. So we'll also be able to identify um, people that will only want to stay in that technician role and won't really be looking for promotion.
2: or promote, ahead, right? right? right. I, I don't know if you saw your managerial style. It gives you your managerial style and it also provides you with a management coaching guide. So how to manage a particular employee as well as how you need to approach situation just based on who you are. Joe, you know what this is really going to do? You're going to turn your organization into a coaching organization, which is great.
0: So you, you have to understand with us, you can't pause at all. You have to keep speaking because we will jump in.
2: Okay, so listen
1: listen, um, what I see is like if if say somebody comes for a job and Takes the test and he comes for a job as a as a technician and you see that this guy's really got Some managerial traits and blah blah blah, you know, you could say listen that test went well You work out for it as a technician. We could see you moving up within a reasonable amount of time and if you got a guy working for you He's been working for years and he's doing a good job. You test him again. So, you know, you've learned so much, we could move you up a notch into a better position if you'd like it. So it's a way of, it takes all the prejudice out of your opinion.
2: Yes. It takes, yes. more
1: like, you know, I don't care who you are, everybody got prejudice. Yep. So it, it takes all of that prejudice out of this opinion and it just lays it out for you.
2: Exactly, you just hit it on on the, the button, you nailed it.
1: And I'm another- smart, Joey, I'm smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm smart, Mikey, but so that's another piece of what we're doing at Colony is creating like a management track. So if we yes. want to get a technician like that, tell him when he comes in, hey, we are going to hire you for this position, but you, you may be able to improve in your organization or whatever, and then tell them after X amount of months, if you want, you could start a management track.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: So, all right. So that's the predictive index. I don't know how much more valuable a podcast could be because it's off the charts. But now that we know truly how to communicate with each other, it's going to yes. be better. If anybody believes that, I got a bridge to sell you.
1: It's going to work in spots. We'll work it out until we get on something and start.
0: All <laughs> right, listen. I got to go because I got seven minutes to, to right. get my cheating strategy. Through. All
2: right.
1: All right. Let me Thank know you. if they cheated you. Thank you for you having now. me. Good talking to you. Thank you, Shaw. Stay healthy. Thank you. Thanks for all the information.